Today's episode is brought to you by the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. To learn more, visit usbank.com slash altitude go. One of the challenges of traveling is managing your money. If you're tired of getting crushed by bank fees and exchange rates, you need to check out wise.com. I have been a customer for over 10 years. This is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. It's been essential for me first as a traveler, then later as a digital nomad and an expat living abroad, running a business from around the world. You get one account, which allows you to send, spend, and convert money internationally, all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. You can join 16 million customers, learn how the Wise account can work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash travel. That's wise.com slash travel. Thank you to Wise for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travel is brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at nissanusa.com. I feel like Alex Trebek on jeopardy next category please (laughs) historical (laughs) places you're listening to the zero to travel podcast where we explore exciting travel-based work lifestyle and business opportunities helping you to achieve your wildest travel dreams and now your host world wanderer and travel junkie jason moore Hey there, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out, spending a little time here with me today, letting me bring a little travel into your ears. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms to fill your life with as much travel as you desire, no matter what your situation or experience. Travel, travel, travel on today's coffee chat with my lovely guests, who's here with me. We're going to be talking about the top 10 places we're dying to visit with some rules, some rules I'm going to share in a second. And is one of those wanderlusty episodes. I'm so excited to get your travel juices flowing today. And I am sitting across from my lovely wife, the little Norwegian gal I met in Brazil in a hostel years ago, who is now, yes, like I mentioned, my wife. And we're here in Oslo, Norway, where we're based. Anna Dorta, welcome back to the Zero to Travel podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. It's an honor. <laughs> we've we've been enjoying recording this little series of episodes for you, these coffee chat episodes, and this show is today supported by AeroPress, which is the amazing coffee maker that's responsible for the delicious coffee I'm drinking right now that I'm going to take a sip of. In your stinky mug. Excuse me one except Yeah, my stinky mug. There's actually a, car- a cartoon character on this mug called Stinky. That's why she says stinky. Just Not like literally my stinky. Husband. It is, hey, wait a minute. Okay, I do need to get into the shower. I agree. It's been a few days. I know I'm not traveling, but the weather here is cold. So, you know, you don't need to shower as much. <laughs> anyway, we're getting I off. don't think we're getting off the topic listeners here. needs to know. Hey, you're the one that made the comment. What's he busting my chops already? We just got started. AeropressInc.com. You got to check this thing out. This will make the best cup of coffee you've ever had at home or on the road. And that's what I love about this. It's light, it's packable, it's easy to clean, and you can use it at home or with you out on the road. And if you go to aeropressinc.com, you can see this nifty little press coffee maker that's just, as far as I'm concerned, the best coffee invention that's come along 
in, in my lifetime. This is a product I use and have used for years now and I use multiple times a day. I think this is my fourth time using my AeroPress today. I'm obsessed with this thing. We give it as gifts. We have recommended it to so many other people. Now I'm thrilled to be able to recommend it to you here on the show because I'm a huge fan of coffee and this. So if you like coffee and you like delicious coffee, go to aeropressinc.com and that's aeropressinc.com and pick one up. It's super affordable and makes the best cup of coffee you'll have. So thanks to them for supporting today's show and getting me caffeinated and excited to talk about places we'd love to visit. We're dying to visit, in fact. And I want to do something fun, Anadorta, for this show. Instead of just giving a straight list of places around the world, we have five categories we have to fill, which made it even more difficult when I explained this to you, where you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, we can't, hold on, I need some time for this, we got to figure this out. And it's funny because we do take these lists so seriously because we're like, all right, this has got to be the number one place I want to go in each of these categories. But along the way, we're going to give some honorable mentions and some other places maybe we like to say. And the goal here is to perhaps get a few, maybe get a few new destinations on your radar, perhaps get you uh, excited about your next trip or give you some new ideas about your next trip. So out of this list, we're, it's going to be 10 total. Anadorta is going to have five. I'm going to have five. And we have to have one beach spot, one place where we want to go for the beach life. One, we want to go for mountains and, and being in the mountains, hiking and all that good stuff. One city, which try to pick one city in the world that you want to go, that you're dying to visit. One spiritual or religious or soul-fulfilling type place, and depending on your beliefs, that could be, well, it doesn't even have to be tied in with your beliefs. It could just be based on your interests, but that. And one historical place. So we're thinking about uh, big historical sites. And that's that's the framework we're working with here. And we don't know each other's lists. Uh, and I love this because I get to learn about what you have on your list, AD. And you get to hear some some of mine and maybe some surprises for you and then as we continue building our like our bucket list as traveling as a couple maybe we're gonna have to add some of these places in if you agree what do you think are you excited to get into this yes are you tired of me running my mouth are you ready to actually talk about travel and destinations yes okay and by the way if you want to join in on the fun and you are able to if you're not driving or something like that as we go along, I challenge you to make your own list as, as we share our spot for each category. You don't have to overthink it. You don't have to judge. Just write a few ideas down for each of these categories as you go along and then hit us up with them. I'm on Twitter at Zero to Travel, or you can, of course, uh, email me anytime, but I'd love to see your list so I can get some more ideas and some more Wanderlust going. Okay, AD. Yeah, and if you have some comments on the one we have too. Yes. That will be interesting to you. Yes. Um, okay. Agree or disagree. <laughs> totally. All right. So where do you want to start here? I had that order that I laid out, but we don't necessarily have to start with a beach spot. Do you want to finish at the beach and start with a historical place? Or? I think we should finish with the soul filling. Okay. So you tell me where we want it. You lead it off. I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Let's take the mountain. Okay. Let's take the mountain. Go. Oh, for me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mountain spot. The mountain spot I would like to go to is not a surprise, I think, but oh it is Patagonia, Torres Alpine National Park. Ah, yes. Sweet. Sweet. I know it's a lot of nice mountains mm-hmm. areas, but that's the one I'm dreaming about. 
if you don't know where it is, uh, you've probably seen a picture of the epic granite peaks in Torres del Paine National Park in Chile. I've done the W Trek there, which is a modified version of the 10-day trek. It's a smaller version. Absolutely astounding. And I have no problem, even though I've been there, going there with you, AD. I mean, if you want to go by yourself, we both we both value solo travel. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push it on you, but maybe maybe that's something we could do together here. I'll do it with you. Yeah. If you're a good boy. If I'm a good boy. <laughs> okay. You know, we should mention, you know, some places you might not hear on this list because we've been, for example, I pro- years ago I probably would have put Machu Picchu on this list. Yeah. But I've been there. So, yeah, so or maybe that I. would be under the historical spot. But either way, that's awesome. All right. I will share my mountain spot. And I've just heard so many good things about this place. And I it, it's a place that's on my list because I also think this is a destination that it well, it's definitely up and coming and it's not but it's not yet arrived in many ways. And I, I especially believe this is true when it comes to the, the mountain trekking and the experience that you can have there. And that's the country of Georgia in the Caucasus Mountains. Why are you is that did you put that on your list? I put it on my list too. Really? Yes. Nice. Yes. Awesome. It's on like the second. Yeah. It was just like yeah, the second it was you were debating. Bobbling. Between, yes. Yeah. Yes. Bobbling. Ah, oh, yeah. yes. That's so wonderful. So we're on the same page here. I guess there's a reason we got married. You know, we enjoy these things together. So what have you heard about the trekking there? I mostly heard about skiing there, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's supposed to be really, really nice. Also because it's not that developed yet. So you get the the culture and the mm-hmm. people in a totally different way than going to the Alps. Yeah. Where it's so touristic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and the mountains are beautiful. You know, what's sneaky about this list is, of course... I didn't put the city on there, but I'd love to visit Tbilisi yeah. in yeah. Georgia. So I know that if I put this on the mountainside, I'm sneaking in. I'm sneaking in another city. I was thinking there, the same the, way. <laughs> <laughs> thinking alike here. Okay, that's that's great. So let's move to, and by the way, like I said, you got a mountain destination you want to visit for whatever reason, write, write it down. Make your own list right now. If you're driving or something, make it in your head. Don't try to write things down when you're driving. But yeah, make your own list as you go. And I'll give you a second to do that. Hit pause if you need to now. Okay. Let's go with the next category, AD. What? what city. Do you want? City. Yeah. Okay. So what is a city that you are dying to visit that you have never been? It is, for me, San Francisco. Oh. Yes. I always wanted to go there. Haven't wow. been. From what I've seen and heard, it's a beautiful city. It is. It's interesting. It's things to do to see and yeah i really want to go to san francisco not only that probably my favorite drive in the world down yeah. the pacific one south of san francisco or north for that matter just spectacular and i have done many epic drives all over the world but i have some kind of attachment to that pacific one route and just it's just such a great as I, I'm sitting in this charity, he's looking at me, I'm closing my eyes and I'm imagining the, the wind from the coast. I just, no, I have that feeling, you know, when, when you travel and you can almost put yourself there to the point where you, you know all the smells and you know the feeling of being there and, and, and that, that is one of my favorite parts of travel, right? Like when you come home, and by the way, I have a quote at the end of the show that ties in a little bit with this idea, but being able to recreate that in your mind, it becomes so 
you can just enjoy the trip for life because of that because you're able to get those feelings again and i love that about travel as a sidebar well let's go to san francisco yes i'm down i think once you hear my city you you might be not a little jealous but you're gonna definitely be down with this trip okay bring it on any guesses no i don't know she's at a loss for words havana cuba oh yeah yeah that's a good one right Mm mm-hmm would be such a great city to yeah. to visit. And again, it's one of those places that I've heard about. Another one of those places that, as everybody knows, has not been opened up for so long in a, in a certain way, at least to Americans. And there's a lot of Cuban influence that I've been exposed to in the States, in Southern Florida specifically. And I would like to go experience the real Cuba and experience Havana as one of these international cities that get so much attention and and I want to I want to see what it's all about I want to experience it and I want to have some coffee and smoke a cigar and hear the music and just see all the old cars and just just have that experience so we should get down to Havana Cuba what do you think I'm in I'm let's in. do it okay we've covered the uh, mountain area we've covered the city area you can take your city area now listener think about a city you want to visit and Dorta, go to the next category, please. Next, I feel like Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. Next category, please. <laughs> Historical <laughs> do, places. Do, do, do. Historical places. Okay. I had a hard time with this one. I actually put down three, but I can only pick one. And I want you to, to take this first. Yes. I have Petra in Jordan. I always been dreaming about that since my dad was there. He visited one time and he told me about it and how amazing. Right now, it's maybe not the time you go there, but Jordan is still a place that is pretty safe in the in the Middle East. It's just something about the place that really drags me there. I really want to see it. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard of it or you don't know what it is, it was in that third Indiana Jones movie, if you've seen that's that. True. <laughs> and uh, that's one of the things, I guess, that made it a little more mainstream famous, I suppose, although it's already been it's, um, it's a recognized as famous a known place. place. Anyway, yeah, though. but, uh, you know, sometimes these movies, yeah, these yeah. bigger movies, make it, yeah. make it a bigger thing uh, for more people that aren't as geeky about travel yeah for me it's not the indiana jones no aspect of it that makes me want to go there but i understand that's probably if you have it on your list that's why i have (laughs) i have it on my list and that's that is partially why but also because of it just looks spectacular yeah It, it really does and i love these ancient type of ruins yeah. that you see and you get to step back in time and imagine how it was at that time yeah it, when you're you know looking at a picture of something like that and then being there and being around it and feeling the energy and the the stone and and the area you walk on and the air and, and everything and you can really put yourself in back in time in in a way that seems so real and just learning the history of a place like that, an historical site like that, and being able to put your eyes on it and learn is a vastly different experience than just reading about it on Wikipedia or in a textbook. And I had it on my list. So I was, this is what I was struggling with. I was going back and forth between that and this other one. 
And I don't have to tell you which one I put first now because you have Petra. <laughs> so I'm not going to use that. Uh, I'm going to go with the, a classic here. Mm-hmm. Any guesses? Oh. The Pyramids of Egypt. Okay, yeah. I just okay. drew a yeah. triangle. I know I've heard, of course, there are so many tourists that go there every year. That's doesn't matter to me. And this is another one of those things that you could have a million tourists there, but there's a reason, right? And I've read so much about the pyramids and all of the people involved and the people that died making them and and the, the history in Egypt. And just for a chance to explore Egypt more and to stand in front of the Great Pyramids and experience that I think would be a tremendous experience and one that I would like to have in my lifetime. And again, seeing these ancient ruins or something about those historical areas, specifically Machu Picchu, and I've been to Tikal in Guatemala, which is also spectacular. You're in the jungle, and next thing you know, you're in front of these ancient ruins and all the history and all these places. It gives you a certain feeling. It's it's not only the the adventure of being there and reliving that, uh, getting into the past and learning about the history, but oftentimes it's the adventure of getting there because they can be a little remote or different places. So just traveling there and having some place to go to and an and excuse to just go there and have the experiences along the way too is, is half the fun as well. And I have another one on this list that I took off because it's part of another category and that will become clear, I think, here shortly. Okay, where do you want to go next? To the beach. The beach? Yeah. I want to go to the beach. <laughs> Let's go to the beach. Yay. That was a little hard to choose. Uh, so yeah. I have taken like two destinations, basically, I have to mention. So go for it. I really want to go to Hawaii and go to live the beach life there. <laughs> and I know that you've been there, so you know more about the beaches there, but that's one place i would like to go Mm. um any specific islands or i would imagine you're a kawaii gal just because it's a lot of there's so much nature there it's so beautiful i haven't been to maui but i've been to the others and yeah yeah probably where it's where you have the beach and not the city like yeah yeah but i want to i would like to go there and also i have on the list lufuten in norway oh yeah uh, which have yes. some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Doesn't necessarily have the temperature, Mm-mm. but crystal clear water, mm-hmm. white beach, sand beaches, and just go there, go camping there. and We are going there 100%. Yeah. I, I have been there, but it's I haven't... I've been there on a boat trip, but I haven't you been... Didn't get to get out and explore no, as much. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's... That's one of we the places went, I really want to go. We almost went last year and we decided not to go uh, sort of at the last minute. Not the last minute, but we made other plans. But Lufaten is a, certainly a place that could be on my list. And it's one of the places, one of the top places I want to go. It's and also a surf place. So for those that like yeah. to surf, you can in go the there. Arctic, you know, yeah. it's cold. Yeah. But it's so funny because we live in Norway and it's right there. It's not that hard for me to go, but this is another one of those in a way because it's so expensive and it it, it depends, but the the traveling there can be expensive, yeah. but you don't have to make it expensive to to be there. No, Submit. that's true. That's true. And I've heard uh spectacular things about the hiking there and the nature and Yeah, it I love that picking a, Norwe- a, a Norwegian Island. It's not the first thing that comes to mind when you think about islands. You think about tropical. You don't think about islands in Norway. But 
this, if you haven't seen or heard about Lufatin or seen pictures of it, just Google it. Do yourself a favor and Google it. And I guarantee it's going to shoot to the top of your bucket list. And by the way, if you ever come through Norway, you got to let us know. Drop us a line. We'd love to. Um, yeah. To meet you. To meet up. That would be fun. And also in the summer, I have to say that up north in Lufoten, it is the midnight sun. Mm-hmm. So you have the light and yeah. It and is. in the winter, you have the northern lights. That's true. So, so it's a full year a destination. Special place. And you're right, unique in that way in that you can get all darkness during one point of the year, all all sun and light during another part of the year. It's, it is unique. And there's something about that place that, that draws me as well. You want to hear my beach spot? Yes. I've actually broken this up into two categories. So I have a number one. And part of the reason for this is just because I've never really been to an island like this so much. And because of all the pictures you see, really. And I, if somebody wants to give me a free overwater bungalow here, uh, just for fun, let me know. <laughs> I'll take it. The Maldives. Yeah. The Maldives. And that's the place that has more overwater bungalows than anywhere in the world, I heard. And that's just literally a hot home type thing that's right over the water. And you imagine the crystal blue water and everything. It just seems like it would just be so cool to walk out of where you're staying and have that crystal blue water and just be able to jump right in and snorkel and everything like that. I also took two more on the side. You're cheating. I know. Um, I am a little bit. I'm not saying this is the main one. I'm keeping Maldives as the main one. But this is under the biodiversity category. And that's Madagascar and the Galapagos. Yeah, yeah. And I was just reading on Wikipedia and, and Madagascar over 90% of its wildlife is found nowhere else on earth. Yeah. That's what they said on Wikipedia. So those aren't places that you think, again, like I like just like Lufatin, it's not, you're not thinking of, oh, and I don't know what the beaches are like there. Maybe there's blue water and everything. I honestly don't know. But just for Pretty the sure. uniqueness and the biodiversity, um, Madagascar and the Galapagos, I thought would be really cool places to visit. All right, we're... Or are we finishing with this spiritual or soul-fulfilling or religious or whatever you want to call it category? Yes, where I guess. You, and that's... I want to know where you're that going. Was, um, I want that to be kind of... You want to zen out at the end? Yes. Yeah. Or no, no. But I wanted to make it a not necessarily a certain destination, but a more open one. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's... I'm cheating too because mm-hmm, I'm like mm-hmm. mentioning several things. It's okay things. to cheat when you're wanderlusting but like this. It's for me, it would be going somewhere and do yoga. For example, yeah. India. Or I love alone time, solo traveling. She um, likes getting away from me. Let's that, face that's it. That's true. That's if true. If you can want to ditch the annoying husband, just put it under the guise of liking solo travel. No, I'm kidding. Actually, <laughs> no. you did a little solo trip recently. You went down to Amsterdam by yourself. I did, yourself. and it was great. It was really nice. I love nice. that about you, honey. I love that And you it's love important. If you like your own company, I highly recommend it. Do it. And it's good for everybody. It's good for yourself. It's so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It gives me energy. And I know it's not for everybody, but for me, it is. And the other one is just... No necessarily destination either, but it's like going to a cabin by myself in the forest with a river or a lake view and just have a day or a week by myself. 
that's my destination. It can be in Norway, it can be in America, it can be wherever. But that's... <laughs> Is this giving you, uh, the listener, any ideas as to what it's like to live with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically silent retreat. <laughs> <laughs> what's it like being married to a podcaster is just talking all the time you're like i need to get away i don't care where the cabin is i don't care if it's it doesn't matter if it's in the ugliest no, that, place on earth if that, it's facing that, no, a graffiti wall with I, terrible no, graffiti as, I, a, a river as long as there's a river and nobody around no i didn't say that I'm it'd have kidding. to be a beautiful place yeah, yeah. in the I forest yes. where yeah. i can look at a nice river <laughs> And hear the sound or a very it. nice lake and I'm kidding. just enjoy nature because nature is really important for me. And I really enjoy trees. So being in the forest gives me energy. That's why I wanted to make it open. You and grew up in the forest. I did. You were raised by wild cats, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you did come from a very rural yeah, area. I so. do. I do. And I really enjoy that place. That is an important place for me. So being up there gives me energy. That's, I think, why I still, I like that cabin kind of life. Uh, very simple. You don't need a lot of things. Having the nature, that silence, it just gives me things. I don't have to be stimulated by other things. I don't have to go to an amusement park, for example. I That's my amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. We are always torn between our life here in Oslo and we both value nature so highly and we both feel the same in terms of the energy and the creativity and just being around that. Now, maybe I'm a little more because I didn't grow up in such a rural environment. I feel like... I like to have coffee shops where I can go and work and see people because I don't have the type of job where I have a bunch of colleagues and I go to an office or something. I want to be in places where I can go and actually interact and, and see people and be part of a community. And I love this is I know this is a separate conversation as we're going to wrap up this podcast in a second, but I love um, being in the city and being able to take public transportation and there's a simplicity to our life where we we don't have a car we can just walk and get groceries we can get on public transportation go anywhere and see and do things i just rode a bike to to the beach this summer and there's there are still nature spots around here which is a beautiful thing about oslo but i imagine we will go to a more a spot that has more nature around it at some point don't you think yeah, I think it's a little so. bit closer in proximity. And maybe that's what you loved about a previous podcast we did. And that was your number one. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we did another podcast, top 10 places we've been that we're dying to go back to. And Anna Dorta's number one falls into that category. I think a place where you can kind of have the best of both worlds. So I'll tease that out. If you like this list, you can go listen to that one. If you haven't heard it yet, I will get to my number one a spiritual destination that I haven't been that I'm dying to go. And it's the same as yours, India. Oh, yeah. nice. You know, there's all kinds of places to visit in India. I think spirituality, from what I heard and from what I've read, just flows through that country in a unique way that it maybe doesn't in other places. And it would be cool to see, go to the Bodhi tree in Bodh Gaya, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, where the Buddha achieved enlightenment for the first time, for example, just to go to a, a place like that, that's so well known, it's such an important Buddhist landmark. But 
it's hard to put into words, I guess. And a lot of people that have been there ha- say that about it. And I just want to feel, I want to be around that spiritual undercurrent that's running through India and see what that feels like and see what kind of things come out of that. That's mm-hmm. all. I, I don't know why. I just want to go in with an open mind and, and experience it. Haven't been yet. Dying to go. That's what this list was all about. So uh, thank you for putting together the list, AD. It's always I always love hearing your list, and I love to know now that you need to get away to a rural cabin <laughs> ASAP. No, you know, uh, one thought on that I wanted to finish. We all do, um, sometimes. Yeah. Well, it is important. We both value the solo travel, and I know some people you knew thought it was a little crazy you were going to Amsterdam by yourself, but I think that the, one of the things I love about our relationship is if I say, oh, I want to go to this thing, or you say you want to go to this thing and you want to do it by yourself, there's no judgment, there's no paranoia about why doesn't she want me to go i you know what is it am i doing something wrong whatever there's none of that because we both have already established the fact that we need our own space and we both value solo travel highly as experiences that allow us to grow and just have our own adventures and we're our own people so i love that we have that in our relationship and i imagine as it goes on there will be adventures we have together and adventures that we have apart. And I'm going to say right here, I'm always going to support those adventures. Even if I might be like, oh, that sounds like an adventure I'd really love to go on with you. But I still think you should go if you want to do it on your own. And I won't take personal offense to that because that is important for both of us. So if you're listening and you know you like solo travel as well, something to keep in mind, maybe something to discuss with your partner, future partner. Establish that early on, right? I think we, yeah. we established that pretty early on. Yeah, absolutely. That was a that was important value to us. And it's not like even though you haven't been that person that have done it, it's still allowed to do it. It's also like being open to yeah to try it. Don't be afraid of doing it. I got a quote for you and a shout out in just a second. First, a quick thanks once again to AeroPress for providing the coffee for this podcast. No, not actually the coffee, but the coffee maker. And if you go to AeroPressInc.com, what you'll find is the device I could call. I, I'm having a hard time describing this thing. You just have to look it up. It's just this really simple coffee maker that makes the best of cup of coffee you'll ever have at home. It's incredible. And I use it every day. I've used it for years and absolutely love it. And that's why I'm recommending it to you. And that's why I'm thrilled to have them supporting this show. And it might sound funny. Oh, coffee, travel, how does this fit in? Well, the great thing about this is... It's really simple and easy to use and take with you anywhere. So absolutely put it in the car and take it on a road trip. Absolutely take it traveling with you if you want to have a good cup of coffee anywhere you go. Take it into the backcountry if you're going hiking. Got to check this thing out. And it's also super affordable. And I, I just love it. So AeropressInc.com. We'll leave the the link to that website in the show notes. And grab an AeroPress and let me know when you have that first delicious cup how much you love it. I know you'll thank me for it. So I want to give a quick shout out before we leave you with a quote. Wyatt, who wrote me an email, said, um, right now I'm in the process of selling my car and saving my money with my seasonal job at a resort in Southeast Alaska. I'm going to use the money to go to China for three weeks in the Hangzhou um, area and then to get around Southeast Asia for at least three to four months. Over the last six months, I minimized my wardrobe to one super compact jacket, three sets of clothes, a MacBook, a camera, and a violin. I love that. I love that the violin rolls. I'm thankful for your podcast. I've been listening for about a year now. Gives me hope and lets me know that I'm not crazy 
because I want to travel at a young age. Some of my friends and family don't understand this desire to get out there, but I feel that for me to grow as a person, I have to have change often because that is life. Thanks a million, Jason. Wyatt. Thanks a million to you, Wyatt. Safe travels. Safe travels. And send me a clip of the violin music. No, that's wonderful to hear. And yes, that's what this community is all about. The Zero to Travel Caravan, the community here. This is a community-powered show. Get in touch and let me know what you think. And that's what sharing does, I think. We have these conversations and these stories. And then we all realize, hey, you know, I'm not just in some bubble of craziness. There are other people out there that want to travel long term. They want to build their lives around travel. They want to make this a main thing and a main priority in their lives. And that's not crazy. That's, in fact, totally sane. Probably the most sane thing you can do is to listen to your heart, listen to your gut, and follow those things. And I want to leave you with this quote that is from Pat Conroy. I don't know who that is, but he said, or she, maybe he or she, I don't know, Pat could go either way. Um, Once you have traveled, the voyage never ends, but is played out over and over again in the quietest chambers. The mind can never break off from the journey. That's true. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you for listening to the show. Anna Dorta, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Sharing your list, and we'll uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Cheers. This podcast has been brought to you by ZeroToTravel.com. Ideas and advice to make your travel dreams a reality.